Welcome to the Wheel Nerds with Chuck and Todd. We'll see if this actually runs. Suck it, Todd. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 116. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And modest. Modus? Modus. Modus? Buy Modus. Buy. Buying a Modus. Uh, Chuck, have you bought a Modus? Do you have a new tattoo? Modus. Does it say Modus? It's awesome. What's on your mind, Chuck? Girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about Modus? Yes, Modus. Okay. So, m- why is Modus on your mind particularly today? Okay. Full disclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, they bought me dinner. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> this bike is wonderful. Allow me to read my review from this pamphlet. <laughs> So the Modus guys are in Utah for uh, Bonneville Speed Week. Cool. Um, or as we like to call it, Bonneville Salt Lake Week. Hmm. For I haven't showed you that picture, did I? You did. Did I? Okay. Salt flats. With the, oh, yeah. I posted it on our Facebook Yeah, page. one of the coolest pictures you can ever see of the salt flats is when you, there's a little water on them because there'll be one inch of water on square miles of salt flat. This was more than one inch. Yeah. This was... Uh, Several inches of water. It was uh, <laughs> it was pretty deep. Okay, uh, I, mean, I would say maybe three, four inches. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I found out how thin the salt really is. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> but you know, getting ahead of myself. So, anyways, the most guys are here for Speed Week. Mm. They wanted to take their bike, um, the production ready bike. And put it up against some uh, speed records that Harley has. Mm-hmm. Um, so they came out. Let us know we were coming. Um, they asked, uh, you know, if there was a place to get, uh, take the bikes to get dynoed for, mm-hmm. you know, our altitude, whatever. Sure. And then, you know, I got to go meet up with them. I think you were changing diapers or something. Most likely, yes. And then um, they gave me a pass to come out to Bonneville with them and, you know, See the sights. See the sights. The bike's going fast. Right. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got there, uh, there was that lake from, mm-hmm. you know, where the road ends, the boat dock. Mm-hmm. Literally, there's like, yeah, about a mile wide puddle mm-hmm. that was several inches deep. I saw one GS go through it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the only bike I saw try it. Um, everyone else was just caravanning in trucks to get across this, this puddle. <laughs> um, and they were trying to, you know, people were kind of, some people were going really fast through it, breaking through the salt and just basically turning it into a mud thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, just the wakes that people were throwing up, uh, that mm-hmm. beamer was soaked from the chest down. It was, uh, it was impressive. Cool. Unfortunately, the day I was there, um, there was uh, <clears throat> something along the lines of a 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. Oh, dear. So there were no runs the whole time I was there. Gotcha. It's um, just a bunch of people standing around with tough vehicles looking like, um, um, yeah, and a bunch of those bikes sitting in a starting grid on the off chance. <laughs> <laughs> the wind died down for a minute. Yeah. 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 Uh, neat thing about Modus, they were out there with their team, three bikes, um, and the two founders, Lee and Brian, were the riders for these bikes. Oh, cool. Yeah, they were out there riding their own bikes, and if I understood correctly, the idea would be they would be out there, 
break these records, and then turn around and ride the bikes home to Alabama. Cool. Um, you know, because they are sport tours. Mm-hmm. So I did get to see the bike in person. I did get yep. to sit on it. It's a real thing. It is a real bike. And uh, I had approached this all wrong. I, in my head, when every time we talk to these guys um, before, or just even I've, I've heard about Modus, if I think about a sport tour, I I instantly kind of go and think of the Triumph or the BMW. Mm-hmm. Sport tours like the ST, mm-hmm. you know, um, or I think of you know Claire's ST. Mm-hmm. Um, I, That's kind of the extreme touring end of the spectrum. Yeah. I mean, I guess the other end is like the Viffer or the big the Viffer. Viffer. Yeah. yeah, the Viffer. You know, this the Modus is unlike any of those bikes. Hmm. Biggest thing you notice about when you sit on this bike is it's skinny, skinny, but the V four. Uh, the V4 is like pushed up front, uh-huh. and I guess it's just the way it's turned or it's mounted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it carries all its width up front, and even then, it's not that wide. It doesn't feel wide. Hmm. This bike doesn't feel like a tour at all. Interesting. It feels like a sport bike. Um, the seat is, uh, where you, where you just mount the bike feels narrow enough that I think a short person can flat foot this bike. Like, like, Claire? Yeah, sure. I think I think Claire might be able to flat foot it. Would Jen be able to do it? Maybe. Maybe. Possibly with very Possibly. thick shoes. Possibly with some boots. <laughs> I mean, it feels narrower than my Ninja 250 did. Wow, that's it, peculiar. It's kind of like when you're sitting on it, it's kind of waspy. Yeah. Um, it's just... This bike... Um, I was, and the other thing I thought I was wrong about it is it doesn't feel like a factory designed bike. Uh-huh. This feels like a crafted machine, like somebody sat down and really was thinking hard about this bike. Sort of like a bike feels like after you've got it kind of tweaked the way you like it kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. The ergonomics felt great to me. Mm-hmm. Just all these little touches to it. I mean, the Gibby side cases, yeah, we knew about the sergeant yeah. seat. The, the handlebars, the, the positioning. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about how you could just go down to your auto zone and pretty much pick up the parts you would need for this bike because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a tiny V4 push rod. Mm-hmm. They, it, and that's what I thought was kind of funny because this bike is what, 30 to $38,000 yeah, depending on the trim. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how much you could go work on it yourself. It's kind of a cool combo. It's kind of a cool combo. On the other hand, I'm like, someone who's dropping that kind of amount of money isn't working it on. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. But if you are, you can. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I can think of a few people in the world who would, like a couple of Charlie's particularly crazy friends. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if I had $38,000 to spend on a motorcycle, me, but. I think I'd I'd take a stab at it just to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, And just looking at the obvious things. I'm like, first thing I think about is, what do you change on a bike? Oil, chain. Uh, yeah, literally, filter. I just turned my head, looked at the bike, and the oil filter's right there. Oh. It I, like I was, you know, you think about other bikes, you, you have to unscrew a cover and reach up into the thing. You have to unmount the fairing. You have to do all this. No. No. That's what I've had to do with bikes I've owned. Oh, okay. That sucks. Like Suzuki I'm, mounts it on the front. I think like the Ninja had it, either the Ninja or the Honda had it inside the motor and had a cover that went 
over it. So you have to take the cover off first, then get in there to get the filter. That's horrifying. Yeah. So I forget which bike it was, but one of them did that. Wow. Suzuki, thanks. Well, Modus is, has got the same kind of idea. It's just like a screw-on filter just right it's there. It's right there, yeah. Cool. Just the other details on the bike, they all felt like that. Looking down at the levers, at the controls, everything felt like it had this kind of degree of thought and quality behind it. Do you wonder sometimes if maybe it's like the two founders, they sat out there like, okay, here's the bike I really want. We're only going to be able to make it if we can get other people to buy it and pretend like it's a product. And then we can have this bike. Uh, you know what my idea was? Was the founders got together and was like, you know what? I want to go break some records at Bonneville and get my name in the books. Mm-hmm. We need a company to build us some bikes. <laughs> <laughs> While we're at it, they should be bikes we'll want to drive after. <laughs> so that's cool. So you didn't get to ride one, I'm assuming. I, I did not get to ride one. I just got to sat on it and make okay. boom, boom noises. Yeah. They hadn't broken the records yet officially when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they were kind of nervous about the idea of sure letting me and then we got the text about 30 minutes before or 30 seconds before we started the show yeah 30 seconds before we started the show they had broken both records cool i forget the exact numbers but they were both up in the 160 and change nice if i remember right the previous records were 120 and change well they smashed the hell out of those things and i have to say one thing that's super important about the bikes that I saw in the picture was the blue looks nice. The blue does look really nice in person. Mm. I saw there was the blue bike and then two white ones, mm-hmm. and uh, they were the R's. The white's okay. The blue, blue is nice. The blue looked nice. It looked the blue looked like a finished factory product. Yeah. Um, the whites, those were the ones they were actually doing the speed runs with, mm-hmm. and according to them, all they had done. Um, if I remember Lee talking right, was they had uh, taken a baffler out of the the mm-hmm. pipes. Yeah, so it wasn't road legal exhaust necessarily. Right. Okay. Well, at one point that when they were just fucking around, they took the pipes off completely. Uh huh. They were just like riding around the place going. (laughs) This bike got a lot of attention at Bonneville. Hmm. Just because it was different or because? Um, I think because it was different, it was new, and I, I think I'd been thinking about Modus' target market, their audience, wrong. Hmm. I've said that before. Yeah. I, I thought their primary market was me and you. Okay. All right. Possibly me and you with a little more money. Right. Okay. There's the, the tourer guys, mm-hmm. the sport yeah. tourer already. The people who have already... They're dumping big change into the bikes. I bought a Goldwing with right. all the trim and all this stuff. I don't think it's that. Okay. That's peculiar. I think if they would love to have that market, mm-hmm. and they, they hope to get that market. They're not ignoring that market. Sure. But I think the guys they're fishing for first are Harley guys. Harley guys. Yeah. I'm trying to picture the guy in the pirate outfit. He goes and he gets on his modus. It's really not happening. I'm not seeing it. Follow me on this. So There was no runs yesterday, so I'm sitting in their booth. Mm-hmm. Um, just hanging out. Just hanging out. Guy after guy was coming up. Mm-hmm. He'd tell a story about his Harley. He'd tell a story about how much he dropped into that Harley. And then he'd tell a story about how he wanted to ride something different. And sometimes the story would go like, well, I got on a Busa and my eyes were opened. Mm-hmm. So they're not after the hardcore faithful. Mm-hmm. They're after guys who have been on a Harley so much. They want to try something new. But they and, – and this is – I guess this maybe gets in like kind of fuzzy – non-tangible things like, well, I want made in America. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, because that's the angle these guys 
are really pushing up with this bike. And mm-hmm. The bike is designed, made in America, sourced as locally as they can get. There's big stickers on it that say made in Alabama, mm-hmm. which normally makes me nervous. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Run! Anything. <laughs> exactly. But uh, there's this, this sense that, you know, the bike's made in America. There's a lot of pride behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys, when you're talking to them, they're connecting with the, with the, uh, this audience that's like, I want an American product. I don't bleed Harley. Mm-hmm. I love bikes. I want to go fast. Mm-hmm. I want something I can lean over on, but I don't necessarily want one of the factory four. So there's an interesting thing that springs to my mind here. Is it that they have, is it that they're, Wanting a bike made for Americans by Americans. The reason I bring this up, and this is a complete weird sideline, but I'm going to get back around to it. I've been looking at cars, dad cars, mm-hmm. most boring cars on the freaking planet. You're kidding. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at, you know, GMC Acadias and like, you know, Hondas and, and Toyotas and all this stuff. And the funny thing about it, now on paper, write it down, the GMCs are not terribly impressive they're kind of expensive and you know they're not the most powerful and they're not the most efficient and they're not the most anything mm-hmm. but they just work for me and what i'm doing they feel right they feel right and that's the funny thing about it and I, i'm wondering if they're going on the same thing part of what makes this bike appeal to these guys this is a bike made by americans for americans i mean all jokes aside americans tend to be a certain size range and you know i don't know use their bikes differently kind of thing and I'm wondering if maybe this is kind of the same thing. Like this is because I agree. There's there's things about this that sound just right for the kind of riding I expect to see myself doing kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I could see these kind of guys doing. And it's maybe that it's very specific to those needs. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. I think that's exactly it. I mean, this they keep talking about. You know, we are a couple of guys. Lee and Brian are like the founders. We're a couple guys. We come from a, a muscle car culture. We come from the South. Mm-hmm. We're we're America. Mm-hmm. This is the bike we want to ride. This is the bike we think you want to ride. And I think they they actually they're actually onto something there. Hmm. I mean, when you just kind of look at it, you read on the internet, you look at pictures, you're like, okay, eh, it's thirty thousand dollar bike, sport tour. Mm. It's a push rod, whatever. I'm just yeah. gonna you know I whatever. Don't care. It's push rod. That just means it's less work. You look at it. You get on it. You hear it feel it if someone would let you test ride it yeah lee <laughs> the bike feels very special hmm. hey, they're capturing i think the same kind of vibe eric buell kind of gives with his bikes mm-hmm. i'm making this for the people who ride here in my country and, it's, and the way they ride and yeah. there's that's not coincidental matt the mechanic who i was talking to during the day he graduated you know school First thing he did was write a letter to Eric Buell begging to come work for him. <laughs> uh, he, I, he told me a story when Brian left Confederate uh, Motorcycles, mm-hmm. the designer and founder. He talked to Eric Buell wanting to go work for him. <laughs> These guys, I think, are tapping into that same vibe, into that same feel that Eric has. Hmm. Um and now, now when I actually get to see one up close and possibly test ride it, they might let me test ride it. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You're... If if past experience is any <laughs> any measure, they'd be like, "Oh, Todd, here's some keys." <laughs> Hi, <laughs> here's keys. Yeah, 
<laughs> I thought maybe I had that in because my dad's from Huntsville and they're mm-hmm. from Birmingham, but yep. you know, no, they handed me like a pair of shears. They told me there was a bush that needed trimming. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. It's, it's a different view than you get of Modus because you know most of the most of the magazines are like, oh, this is all the dude's gonna have, and I read the pamphlet and it said this, and you know, there's no nobody talks about any vibe around it. I've got to ride this bike. I mean, I'll ride I really it. want to ride it. I'm. I'm Extremely interested to ride it. More so now that I've talked to you about it. Just, uh, are you working for the Modus marketing? I don't want to cover this tattoo up. <laughs> Modus. <laughs> American V4. Matt and I did sit there on the soft flat several times and say, America! <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> we all have our jobs. Those guys, uh, I mean, talking to that, those small core group they brought with them, they're all very passionate about the company and that bike. Mm-hmm. I mean, Eric, I, when he started EBR, he went with that boutique race bike. Mm-hmm. These guys are coming at it with a sport tour. Mm-hmm. I, I hope they, they get the capital. Top of the heap, sport tour, that's what we're making. Yeah, I hope they get it because, you know, maybe I spent too much time around them yesterday, Mm -hmm. but I could see Sophie's College Fund taking a serious hit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I I didn't even think to ask about an adventure tour. I was just like, this bike is so cool. So I I actually have a confession to make. I'm not 100% sure I'm going to bother with an adventure tour for my next bike. I can see that. I mean, I don't ride that much dirt, and the dirt I do ride, I'm quite capable of riding almost anything on because it's like dirt roads to campsites. I mean, yeah. no adventure. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I mean that that's the reality situation, and the way I ride, um, which is slow, uh, sport tour would do just great. I mean, my Strom is basically set up as a monster sport tour. Exactly. That's yeah. pretty much what it's set up for. If I really wanted to do some sort of adventure. I've got a three-wheeled machine. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> there, there's that too. I have a three-wheeled, two-drive machine. Yeah, and I do it on. You know, for now the Strom's fine. I love the Strom; it fits me well, and I don't have any money. Um, so, you know, I, I still think back to that time at Bridger where you roared past me at fifty, <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. So, or not Bridger, uh, the Buckhorn. When you were on the girl. Mm-hmm. Was it Buckhorn? Yeah. Took off. Or- oh, oh, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that was in Buckhorn, uh, yeah. Buckhorn Draw. I was doing like 30, 35. You go <laughs> ripping by. One finger in the air. I think that was the only time that whole trip you were happy with the Ural. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, I tell you what, we got on that stuff and the Ural shine. We got out on the highway and the Ural did not shine. Oh, the other thing I was thinking about when I was riding that motor. So, what have I been saying the past month? What do I need? I'm like, okay, I've got this Buell. Mm-hmm. I've got the Ural. What do I need? You need a little sporty bike. Fuck yeah. I got on the Modus. It felt like a little sporty bike. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Obviously, you should buy one and let me ride it. What? <laughs> Come on. Not even you can resist the Todd thing. Chuck, let me borrow your bike for a minute. Are you working for Modus? No. <laughs> Chuck, let me borrow your bike for a minute. In fact, I don't even usually have to do that. I just show up. People are like, take it for a ride. Here are my bike keys. Why did you give Todd your bike keys? I don't know. There's, I just, it seemed like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. 
meal. I, I was just standing there for the past 15 minutes. No hablowing. No hablo. No hablo. <laughs> what? No, no, no. No, no. Pushes. Pushes. <laughs> Pushes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm sitting on this bike. And just kind of leaning it, throwing it around and stuff. It felt like a light middleweight bike. Mm -hmm. And it's not. No. But it felt like it. Cool. It felt like, you know, take the side cases off. This could be your banger. Mm -hmm. Put the side cases, you know, maybe a tuck case, whatever on. That, mm -hmm. That's your tour. That's one thing I think I, I've, I've, if I'm using something as a commuter, I'll probably end up getting a top case. If I had something that was just a tour, I don't think I'd bother with a top case. I think I'd just do side cases. Because I put a big honking bag on top just as easily. Yeah. Trouble is everything I own ends up being a commuter because I'm a cheap bastard. Yeah, and if right. I've already bought a motorcycle, why would I buy a car? <laughs> <laughs> when I get – when I have the ST1300P with the white and black sidecar and we're pulling motherfuckers over in it, <laughs> it is not going to have a top case. Okay. I hope they're a great success. I hope so too. I, I think they're – it sounds like they're onto something and I'll be interested to see. Be a bummer to have them be a flash in the pan or just turn into only movie stars ride these rare bikes kind of bike. Exactly. Cause that bike is just, it's, it's great. It's the way it's set up out of the, the factory. It seems you could just mm -hmm. get on it. It's turnkey. Movie stars have written it to the premiere. Fuck that. That's it. Fuck them. Only them. Movie stars. Turkey tour. Movie just, stars. I just want to go to Alabama and movie stars. sleep on their porch. Movie stars. Pretend I'm a movie star. How are we going to get to Alabama? We need some sort of vehicle where we could sit in comfortably and carry oh. a lot of things, you know? Yeah. And we can't afford a modus exactly. Yeah. So we need something something luxurious, something royal almost, don't you think? I think you're right. How about a, uh, a Yamaha Royal Venture? Okay, yeah, sure, that sounds great. We'll look at this Yamaha Royal Venture. Oh, no. Yeah, this one right here. Oh, no. So this is a Yamaha Royal Venture, the old uh, 80s version. Yeah, 1986, uh, 130,000 kilometers. So I think this is the one that's got the straight six in it, if memory serves. It blew. It, uh, well, it, it's blue. The sidecar is a funny coppery color. Well, yeah, yeah. And is clearly, uh, also made from George Jetson's car. I saw this thing in an 80s cartoon called Mask. That sidecar comes off and it's a mini sub. No. Yes. No, that sidecar obviously has a little thing out the back that shoots little circles and flies and goes. It's a mini sub. It was shooting Jetson's right car. off. No, mini Jetson's sub. Car. Mask. Jetson's car. Mask. Totally Jetson's car. M -m -m Mask. Did you even see Just, Mask? Yes. Stop. Now I have the song in my head. M -m -m Mask. Mask. That's the sub bike. It's not the sub bike. It totally it's is. obviously a Jetson's car. It's a missile. Could be a missile. It's a possible star. Yeah. Fire. It's a. It's. I don't, I don't even know what kind of sidecar that is. Like I, I don't recognize it. It, it kind of looks like a like a proto Hannigan. I, I've never seen anything like that. It, it looks it looks a little like one of the Hannigans, but there's something subtly off about it. You know what it looks like? Actually, it looks like Duck Dodger's spaceship. It kind of has a duck look. Remember that movie from the '80s, uh, Megaforce? Mm -hmm. It could be a, a bike from that. Could be, could be. Yeah. yeah, it looks cool. I like the sidecar. The sidecar is cool. It's a shame it's attached to the old '80s junk pile. <laughs> <laughs> that sidecar would look really nice on a nicer bike. Although, then again, 
Uh, if it's the Venture, that uh, it probably rides really well, actually, because the bike's got gobs of power. He's yeah. got a train horn mounted on it. The the um, pseudo Native American paint job is unfortunate. Tribal, tribal. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's that was his way of updating thing. the bike. Now it's modern. <laughs> <laughs> Damn kids! It looks like the sidecar sort of has that tribal theme going on. Yes, too. it certainly does, and it's mishmashed yeah. to the bike. Which what really the hell it is together. that on the side case? It's uh, it's tribally riding, or possibly kanji for stupid white man put anything on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Round eye by anything. <laughs> hey, you know the bike does have buckhorns. Uh, I think the bike's kind of cool. I mean, you know, it needs well, a little cleaning up. Well, this this is the competitor to the Goldwing, and you know they couldn't the 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 horizontal four of the Goldwing was too Goldwing. They couldn't do that, so they were like, "We need a really big engine that makes a lot of power everywhere in the band. Let's put a big damn straight six in it. That Sweet. should work. <laughs> Let's do it, and they'll make all of the stuff on it look like a ripoff of a Goldwing, which in turn is a ripoff of Vetter. That will be sweet." Okay. You know, we pull up on that in front of most. We'll distract them long enough that we could steal Ooh, two yes. of these bikes. That's a great idea. <laughs> and they'll try to chase us on that, and they'll be like, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> the mini sub will pop off, rock, rock on the What's asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> the mask will come down on the rider. <laughs> I like it. It's both. It's it's transport. It's distraction, and it's, it's a, a terrible chase car. It's a and trap. it's a trap. <laughs> Almost certainly. A trap. The real the real shame of this is I look at this and I'm like, how, how much does he want for this thing? Uh, swap trade. That's it. <laughs> he doesn't say a lot about it. Swap trade because you know the funny thing about it is like if the price is right, this might be tempting for a touring sidecar. Oh, yeah. This is probably very capable of what it does. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it would be. Very, it's totally tempting. Yeah. Uh, 130,000 kilometers, which is what, about 80,000 miles, give or take, which right. for a bike that old means it's been ridden. Mm-hmm. You know, like this thing's just gone and gone and gone and gone and gone all this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, this, this, this would almost be tempting. It would need a new paint job <laughs> immediately. Like, I wouldn't leave his house without a new paint job. I'd be standing outside his house going, you know, with, with some goo gone, maybe a hair dryer, we could get most of those decals off. <laughs> Hang on. Are you blind yet? No. <laughs> Thank God for Duplicolor. <laughs> You're painting my grass. <laughs> Shut up. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Call your spirit animal or whatever the hell you put on this thing. God, it's embarrassing. You're going to come around to the sidecar side. Chuck, why are you writing mask on it? <laughs> you know? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, quite honestly, that would be preferable. <laughs> if you did that, I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> we could still get it home. <laughs> get in. Get in. Don't push sub button. <laughs> the button that says sub. That does not drop the bass. <laughs> this music is too low. I need a little... <laughs> What's this button do? <laughs> Not what you're thinking. No, I'm picturing this mini sub rocking on the ground because the bass is pumping so hard. <laughs> just on the inside, slamming the window. 
Hair's just flashing. I can't hear. I'm really Disco lights going all over the place. Epilepsy rising. If the sub side cars are rocking, don't come a knocking. Uh, 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 we're like little schoolgirls. Yeah, we gotta go buy this bike. <laughs> we're there. <laughs> we're going to QC. <laughs> Uh, Ottawa, Gatineau area. Gatineau? Gatineau? No. Somewhere in Ontario. <laughs> Quebec. Whatever. QC. Canada. What would be involved in getting this bike back? Um, almost nothing. Ride it home. Oh, okay. As far as I could tell. Right. There'd probably be like some tariff stuff, which is hilarious. Okay. Uh, you might be able to naft it. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I have no idea. God, outside car does look cool. I mean, though. can you, can't you just imagine pulling up to like the, the, border station in this thing <laughs> sir 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 could you turn the music down sir sir we need to check <laughs> I mean they knew you were coming for half of the day do you hear that in the distance <laughs> no <laughs> That's been going on for sir, hours. Sorry, sounding like Oompa music. <laughs> it's getting it's getting slightly louder. <laughs> so I bought this bike before I bring it back, I would just go buy the biggest subwoofers I could and just <laughs> stuff them in the side car. <laughs> no, no, you gotta do the thing where they come out of the side. <laughs> you pull up very quietly and of course the venture doesn't make any noise. And the little speakers come out. Anything to declare, sir? I'm going to declare fat beats, officer. I'm bringing fat beats, funky fresh beats, just don't stop, back into the United States. Hold on to your panties, These are the fattest imports I could find. There's a beets shortage in America, especially in Utah. We have no fresh beets. Oh, beets. And there you have it. I bet this thing is a sound system. There's a call for some fresh beets. I'm here to drop the bass. Shit, hang on. <laughs> Got the bike. <laughs> That's not what I meant, Chuck. <laughs> I told you not to push the sub button. Damn it. <laughs> Excuse me, officer. Could you help lift my sub back into I have a new, I have a new custom bike I want to build. <laughs> it's just one that turns anywhere it's standing into a disco. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Claude to build the boat bike. <laughs> the boat sidecar. <laughs> it needs to launch off the rig. <laughs> Only if we launch it Todd's dad style. Right as fast as we can toward the water and, and hit jam the on the brakes. <laughs> I, I see, you've seen my father unload a boat before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the Todd Senior boat method. 
Which is really great the time he forgets to tie it to something. Right before the, the rig hits the water, the beats drop. Splash! <laughs> <laughs> Fish just come up stunned. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to look at something else, That's preferably good. without quite so many fat beats. So this was sent specifically for me to look at. Okay. The Buell XB-12X Ulysses in Hillsborough. It looks... No. Yes, Chuck. Yep. They... They did it. They did it. Yep. So they've taken a Ulysses and <laughs> they've... They they raped it. They chopped off the ass. That is just not good. Because, you know... They didn't just chop off the ass. They went... They they, 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 they took some tailbone. Yeah, the whole bit. <laughs> The funny thing about that is you do all this to it and you have kind of a lightning. You have sort of like an awkward lightning. Sure. Yeah. Um, but why? Yeah, why? Because it looks horrible. It looks terrible. They didn't finish the job. No, no. It's clearly just like cut off and they're like, I had this tractor light and I stuck <laughs> it here and I've zip tied this here and uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Look, just the, the, the frame. It's just. Or, you know, whatever, what that passes for. The subframe the is just subframe hanging just, out It's just chopped right there. <laughs> it literally, soft. they just took a, a marker, like drew a line and got a, a, a saw. <laughs> there. It's great now. Frame. <laughs> Why would you need a subframe factory? <laughs> Known as the back of the bike. Got rid of half or more of the bolt-on plastic covered in strange guards that made it look like a spaceship and also channeled air to the engine. Shortened the seat with a chainsaw. Painted the plastic a flat green and put it back together. Smiley face. Everything works and works well except for luggage. (laughs) It is low miles because it is uncomfortable as all get out and has never been dumped. I dumped that in a second. There's a set of new radial speed rated 125 miles an hour continental knobbies included with purchase. And if you go 125 miles an hour on knobbies, you're a moron. I'm going to have to break up with you because mm-hmm. no. 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 Yeah. Buying a house need money for closing. Toys must go. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so where's the toy? Because <laughs> that's that's garbage. a That's a... That's that's a part that's a bike. crime, is what that is. That's a, yeah, that's a part bike. There you go. Need some need some bits for your build. Here's some of a mule, and the color is horrible. It's quite horrible. Why would you? It's also badly done. It has little bubbles and things. In it, uh, if you look at the big pictures, yeah, yeah. This is quite the quite the thing. I like the fact that he's just posted in like specs from somewhere to make more words. Yeah. Compression ratio is, is yeah, it's it's a Ulysses, dude. It's why we, pretty much normal. Yeah. Standard Ulysses, everything. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Fuck you. Hmm. What a plain looking bike. Mm. So let me fuck it up. I know. I can make this thing horrible, and in the process, I will make it cool less efficiently. Hopefully, someone will buy it. Ha ha ha! Now it is a bobber. Dumbass. <laughs> crime <laughs> <sighs> let's go back to the venture yeah he's going out he's going out on his his chopped off back end that, in his own business that. did he drill holes in the fender mm, speed holes yes <laughs> what speed holes uh, cooling holes well the, the holes are yeah ooh, yeah ooh, good yes cooling holes i bet they make a great ooh, 
noise like water, like air going over a bottle when he rides too. You know, I agree. The funny with, thing is it actually makes the fender less useful because now stuff goes right through it. I agree with everything you just said except for the word great. <laughs> <laughs> Do not apply that to this. We should go get this guy on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we have something to show you. <laughs> Please get in the sidecar. <laughs> then just lock it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now that's when you switch over the, the thing into like some really awful song. <laughs> Something uh, truly and horribly awful. Yeah, just like that. That work. Mm-hmm. That's some work. Yep. So uh, we got this other thing. Yeah, the Movio, the new dimension of mobility, ultralight folding electric scooter. So it's a folding scooter. It kind of folds up in the rolling, what looks like rolling luggage rolling and pack. Yeah, so I, when I saw this at first, I looked at that. I'm like, oh, you're impressive. You can make a CAD drawing. Aren't you special? Mm-hmm. And then I looked at one of the movies, and I think this is actually a real thing. Like, this is some Hungarian dude um, who decided he wanted a little foldable electric scooter he could go shove into his office. And he's like, well, I think I can make one of those. It doesn't look horrible. No. 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 It looks fucking a lot better than that Ulysses. <laughs> well, I mean, a few things that I, I like about it is, you know, the way it's designed, it's actually got fairly good-sized wheels. So it'll be, you know, pot- easy to ride over real streets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have little, like teeny bitty wheels. It doesn't look like one of those chintzy bikes you see in the Sky Mall catalog. No. 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 no it, it, it looks like an actual scooter. Yeah, the whole thing seems to come together, right? You know, it's got all, like, the things that would make it a real scooter, you know, mirrors and all that kind of crap. Yeah. Um, it's but got, it looks like it's got some practicality as well. Mm-hmm. And he folds it up. Now, the couple weird things about the fold-up, I mean, once it folds up, it's clearly, you know, it can't be light, but I suppose it doesn't have to be super heavy. But then the the uh, the back of the seat becomes like a backpack, yeah, which is very weird. I mean, it's sensible. It, it looks like you know a guy going on an international flight with his rolling luggage and his carry on. Mm-hmm. Then he gets out, and everybody else is like waiting to get on the stupid tram to the rental car. He's, <laughs> He's like, like, later, chumps. <laughs> I wonder if he makes the transformer noise when he puts it together. <laughs> I, I, actually, that's one other thing that I'm a little curious about because in the video they show him ride up on the scooter. Yep. And then they show, uh, uh, like a 3D animation of the scooter being folded up. And they show him putting the folded scooter into the car. They don't show him actually doing the. Yeah, which tells me probably when you actually do the folding, it's like. You're sitting there on the side of the road and you're folding up your electric scooter and some jackwad goes by <laughs> with his venture. <laughs> but the beats are so fat that it folds the scooter up. Exactly. It, it slides that one Folded piece it. right in. <laughs> and you're there. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, Beats Bike. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> I saw this thing. I was thinking, that should go on a Ural. <laughs> yeah, there's your lifeboat. Actually, I look at the thing and I'm like, you know, I could completely commute on this. Well, yeah, your commute's three miles. Yeah, it's you three miles and it might commute. get to 35. Yeah, if I wasn't so fat. <laughs> but I'm fat. And so an electric scooter that I can fold up and take to my office appeals to me. But Todd. What? The fat beats. 
You're right. Fat beats would drain. <laughs> True fat beats would drain the scooter's battery almost immediately. <laughs> you just fall over at the bottom of your driveway. <laughs> Help me, beats man. If only beats by here. You call. And suddenly, poof, every girl in the neighborhood's pregnant. Wow. <laughs> I'm in a neighborhood of old people. Beats bike. Beats bike can't be stopped. Beats bike had it in the 80s. Beats bike still got it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Beats bike or Raptor Cat? That's like the season three. Oh, oh god i think my brain just broke it's a season three oh i gotta go with beats bike <coughs> i got i gotta do beats bike yeah. only because beats bike has cooler theme music <laughs> you know raptor cat when you hear him coming it's just <laughs> raptor cat what's that well, you know, you could have like a whole mystery episode of raptor cat <laughs> you know they're doing stuff and they're every once in a while they'll be somewhere do you hear that <laughs> I keep hearing this weird noise. <laughs> then just like right through that second plate glass window. Seat Spike wouldn't ride through the window. We'd just right park outside the- and go. <laughs> and then he comes through like a little cruise. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't have the motor on the beats or what propels him. <laughs> <laughs> Only the beats keep this bike going. <laughs> this bike is powered by beats. <laughs> we got a weird reading on director's scale. <laughs> it's actually six tiny woofers all going in sequence, making this bike's engine turn. <laughs> That's right. It's a three-three eighth note rhythm. <laughs> Oh, no. My starboard second woofer is out. I don't have all the power I need. Now I've got a weird jazzy syncopation. I'm, I'm still hearing that oompa pa music coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, Chris, I mailed your sticker today. It's a little late. Did you enclose anything special? Uh, no, because I actually had it ready to go the mm-hmm. mail for like the past week. It's you didn't been... give him any bonus in, his, in well, his envelope? It's been sealed up for a week. Really? You could have at least given him a few beats with it? <laughs> God, what a cheapskate. You suck. You completely suck. You suck so hard. Now I feel bad. Yeah. I'll have to mail him some beats. <laughs> you just open up the envelope and, you know, do your thing. <laughs> and that's all you get. <laughs> Five bucks, forget it. You get three beats. You don't even get a full measure. So I want you to look at this GIF. Okay, so it's a GIF. Uh, here there are people watching something. Bike slides by. Guy slides by like Superman and hits a curb and flies through the air. And, his, and there's his visor popping off. Oh, yes. Ow. I'm And I'm just like, is that dude dead? I don't know. I mean, it's labeled bad time to take a bath. His, his, his legs and arms are flailing wildly after he hits the curb. So Maybe not dead. Yeah, but that not that's dead. not a good 
hit. <laughs> to hit a curb like that. No, no, that's, that's what I'm thinking. That's not good. I like how the, you know the other dude just comes straight down the middle. That's kind of that's kind of why I'm like uh, it's, something's it's weird here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know either. The other thing that I find a little puzzling about this is there's no sign of the guy sliding on his face is passing. I'm wondering if the guy sliding on his face is added post facto. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. maybe that's just. There's enough. no crap left behind. There's, and the way he moves when he hits the curb is not like an arc or an accelerating gravity thing. Mm. It's just in a straight line up. I hope so, because that dude yeah. looks dead. That was kind of my thought about it. So I like your idea better. That that's, mm-hmm. you know what it is. Stunned by beats. Yeah, the other bike came by. Just just a couple bumps, and that was that. <laughs> oh my god! I'm oh no! <laughs> the power of beats compels you. The power of beats compels you. Uh, so we got Kareem sent us a picture mm-hmm. of no beats. There, there are no beats at all in this picture. No. This picture has zero funky fresh beats, and such beats as it does have are entirely likely to stop. So this is of a top box on a KLR. Yes. So it appears to be a wicker basket. No, I think it's chest. You think it's a wooden chest? I think it's a wooden chest. Uh, I think it's a wicker basket. I'm going with wicker basket. I think this guy was at Pier 1. And he's a KLR writer, and the wicker basket was on sale. It's hard uh, to no, see. No, that, that could picture. be a wooden chest, I actually. Chest. I think you're right. It's a wooden chest. But the, my problem with this chest uh-huh. is it doesn't look like you could fit helmets into it. Uh, you couldn't. No. no it's <laughs> so skinny. It's a fail. Mega fail. <laughs> mega, mega fail. If you're going to make a chest, make it big enough to hold your helmets. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe there are speakers inside. Oh. <gasps> That does look like a speaker box. Uh-huh. This just got a whole new lease on life. <laughs> That's what you need to build for the back of the Buell. A speaker box? A big, cool, wooden speaker box <laughs> that you can attach when you want to. <laughs> just my battery immediately goes... <laughs> Not the Buell, the Ural. The Ural needs it, dude. Yeah, and the Ural's, Ural's got the power to yeah. spare. It's got the space. It's got the. Pl- it's a perfect platform for that. Mm-hmm. Fat beats. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going down to the audio place tomorrow. <laughs> you gotta get the. You gotta get the real cheese box speakers that all they do is make lots of big, heavy beat bass, and they, you know, make the cold cargo. <laughs> like when I used to go to the car shows and the, you know, when I was in the Mustang guy. Mm-hmm. They'd have the uh, the speaker contests. Yeah. And the one guy just pops it once and calls it. What do you mean? Well, it's a lot of this, the loudest speaker contest. What you, you can get your maximum power if you without burning your speakers if you give it just one boom. Oh, the one I was watching, they would just uh, they'd put the microphone in there, close uh-huh. it up, and just let it go. Huh. And it'd just be like this. It wouldn't even be music. It would just be just like. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that's something. And like, just do you see the insides or just be like, <laughs> I always love the guys who have those big bass things, but they don't do things like put the rubber grommets on the license plate or other parts of the car. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was the brand name of that stuff? Dynamat or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It was easy. You ever see that? There's that one video of a girl who got into the, the car at the, at the car show mm-hmm. and they, 
do the, the bass beat, just, <clears throat> her hair just flies out in all directions. <laughs> her face is like rippling with the noise. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know that I need it that loud. I need the URL to do that. I need to be able to use the URL as a weapon. <laughs> Stop. What's he doing? I don't know. Why is he opening that box? Is that, is that a, is that a, <laughs> why is he, why, why is he putting those safety leg extensions down? <laughs> He's like, is he bolting the URL to the asphalt? <laughs> Let's just be a minute. Hang on. Hang on to your panties, ladies. One second. <laughs> About to drop some fat feet. <laughs> You're going to go off the road. You just drop the base to get back on. <laughs> there Thank we go. God. That was close. <laughs> Don't need a jack. Somewhere in the woods, there's a deer going... <laughs> Look at that deer. Wouldn't that look good for dinner tonight? Wait. There we go. R.A. skin. What, what have you learned tonight, Chuck? My bike does not have enough fat beats. What have you learned, Todd? Bass drop. That's all we got time for this <laughs> Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.